Welcome to the GGM UK's podcast. Today, Ola, Holly and I, Dila, will be reflecting about religion in the UK, religious education, secularism and our own spiritual experiences since the month April, which has just been, celebrates the rebirth of Jesus during Easter. However, we will also be reflecting on other religions to decipher our thoughts and beliefs of spirituality which have been born out of living in a secularised yet religiously diverse environment. So let's get started. So just to start off with, we're going to talk about our own like personal religious beliefs. So Adela, do you want to go first? So up until I turned seven, I lived in North Cyprus, which is the Turkish Cypriot part of the island. Uh, The religion and the ethnicity in North Cyprus are predominantly Muslim, but it's a very liberal way of Islam. It is less strict and less conservative than the traditional Middle Eastern countries. So I grew up around mosques and calls to prayer, but women were not expected to wear any hijabs or other clothing to cover up our hair, uh, etc. It was more of like a cultural thing and things which were more sexist and patriarchal in a sense were emphasised further for us anyway. For example, waiting until marriage to have intercourse or women being labelled with derogatory terms for being a bit more free, I guess, or owning their sexuality. This was pretty controversial, but when I moved to the UK, it was almost like a flip side because we know that the UK is very secular. So, I mean, I should have expected it, but it was surprising nonetheless. However, over the last few decades, uh, Cyprus has become more westernized and secularized and the culture gap between the UK and Cyprus is less orientated around religion. The little like funny aspects of the UK when we first moved here were things like no one would work on a Sunday, obviously not on God's day. I know this hardly stands anymore, but it was very evident in the place that I grew up in, in the southeast of England. And of course, like Christmas as well, we literally had no clue what was going on when we first arrived here. Like why was everywhere shot on the 25th of December? But by the second year, we had sort of assimilated and started celebrating in the non-religious aspects of the holidays, which were very nice, of course. So, yeah, this is my brief experience with religion up until now. That's that's really interesting. I I say I'm not religious. I've always been like fascinated by the idea of religion. Um, And like growing up, I've celebrated Christian holidays like Christmas and Easter but more of like a cultural thing, like Dila said. Um, but like I studied religion in school um, and I've always been interested in that kind of area, but I've never like really known how to look into it more, kind of experience that myself. I think my family aren't religious. So I think that definitely plays like a big part as well. I feel like we grow up um, following in like our family's footsteps. And so if you're not from like a, religious family or religious area um like obviously everywhere's religious but I just mean where I live it's not like really dominated by religious people so I just never really grew up in that kind of environment yeah I know what you mean like I find religion really interesting and like the school I went to was next door to a church England church so we'd do like harvest festivals we'd go sing hymns there but it was always, I don't know, growing up, I never viewed it 
as a religion thing. I just kind of viewed it as a community thing. And like I live like down the road from me is a church that my mum and dad did their annuals in, but I didn't go to it growing up. We we had like conversations about religion because my dad was raised a Catholic. So whenever we went to go stay with his family, we'd go over the weekend. So on a Sunday, we would just go to church. And I'm gonna be honest, when I did go to church on a Sunday, I had no clue what was going on. I was like, I couldn't keep up with the pages. And it was kind of confusing. Like, I think if I went back now, I'd have a different like perception of it. But the back then I was like, I have no idea what what is going on. And I'd done none of these songs. And this book is very big that I'm holding. But yeah, I always like, like when my dad talks about his upbringing, it's a lot more of the community aspect of religion than uh, the religious beliefs aspect of religion, if that makes sense. Yeah, I completely understand, especially the community aspect. Like when I moved to the UK and there would be religious community gatherings on notable holidays, like Halloween, where the church would host like youth clubs or a youth night to, well, to most likely keep Christian children from celebrating Halloween. But of course, I had no idea why that was the case back then. I mean, I would just go to the youth club, get food, watch a film, and then the church leaders would whip out a Bible, we would pray, and then I would go trick-or-treating afterwards. (laughs) But I mean, I understand, especially as I am growing up and appreciating the community spirit that religion brings with it. Oh yeah, definitely. Like when I speak to my dad about his upbringing, one of the things that he said, like he appreciates now that he's older and he's misses, is that community that was around the church and they were all like really good friends. So I think it's like, especially now we've been in lockdown and churches or any place of worship, I should say, are closed. It's like interesting to see how the community is working around that in a way that we've never obviously never seen before yeah Yeah, I agree sorry I was just going to say a point about like community um so like my earliest like memories of like religion like the education that we get when we were really young and I think that was so focused on the community aspect obviously we did like the nativity and everything but even that was centered around the community it was like a really big part of the school where we'd have like all of our parents come in I think just from a really young age, I've grown up associating religion with community. Um, and I think that that does play a part in like why people become religious or why people follow religion, because it is so represented as like a community. I know I see a lot in like the media, of like church camps and that kind of environment, which really promotes like being together with people. Um, and I do think especially in lockdown, like you were saying, it is really important to have that sense of community. Yeah, I was going to mention this may be the reason why some religious groups have decided to go away, go ahead with gatherings and traditions despite the COVID restrictions, because especially in the hardest of times, we can arguably say that this period is quite hard, of course, and they can kind of seek comfort and support from one another. Yeah, definitely. And I also think going back to like religion and the pandemic, I also think what's really been interesting is like how we've seen a move towards people being able to follow their faith virtually. 
And I think that opens up the world of religion to people who who may be like a bit apprehensive about like just going to a church if they've never been before. So I think it's definitely becoming more inclusive and like opening up to other people because there's like virtual services and it's just a lot easier to follow faith like on your phone now. Yeah, so agree. I also think, I don't know what you guys think about this, but I've always kind of described myself as being agnostic. Like I don't believe that there's nothing, you know, but I don't know if I believe in, I'm not being very eloquent with this, I'm sorry. Uh, like kind of how I was taught about religion and it's particularly Christianity, like that's a mindset coming out because my school was next door to like a Church of England church. I don't know if I believe it like that, but I definitely believe there's something. I just don't know what I think it is. And so I definitely think the pandemic has made people like question religion and faith a bit more. Because I think when you have that belief in like a God, it must bring you some kind of like hope and reassurance during this time, which I think is nice. I don't know where I was going at this point. Sorry. No, I completely agree with you. I always described myself as a staunch atheist, but over the last few years, and especially when the pandemic hit, you get this anxiety and dread and you don't know what to do and you can't access medical or mental health help. And some people like myself do find some comfort in an omniscient being to be able to dictate all of our irrational fears to, or at least shift the burden is how I feel. (laughs) I mean, I also feel like It was natural for me to assimilate into Islam as well, since I grew up around um, Islamic people. My parents and my grandparents obviously were affiliated with uh, Islam. So it just seemed natural for me to follow in that kind of path when considering spirituality. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I'd say myself, I'm agnostic as well. But I definitely think there has to be something because so many people find so much comfort and you hear so many stories of um people like and their religious experiences and how it's helped shape them there must be something there um and I definitely think it's really interesting just how like it's such a big part of people's lives that it would kind of be wrong to say that you don't think there's anything there like obviously everyone's entitled to their own beliefs but I'd find it wrong to say that I don't think there's anything there when I've heard so many stories of of people being touched by religion in such a personal way. Yeah, I like fully agree with you, Holly. And I don't know what like, your guys' education around like our area was, but for me, like in primary school, it was very Christianity focused, but I had the most amazing RE teacher in high school. And for my GCSE, we did christianity hinduism and buddhism i think it was and i found it so interesting learning about like hinduism and buddhism and that's where i realized that i'm probably not as because like you did i was like no i'm an atheist i just don't believe in anything and then when i looked at those other two religions and i kind of found bits of them that kind of spoke to me and i was like oh that does make sense i can see why people believe in this it's a nice belief to have so I think it'd be nice like going forward if there was especially in primary school I don't know it might have changed because I left primary school a while ago it might have changed I just think it'd be nice if there was a wider education 
on like different religions because that helped me figure out my own like personal beliefs. I kind of picked little stories from other religions where I was like, oh, this really resonates with me. I, I want to believe in this. So yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I, I think the, oh, sorry, Dila, go on. No, no, please go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say, I think the only religion I was taught about in primary school was Christianity. So I had a very narrow focus until like GCSE. Um, and like the moment I started questioning religion more was when I started learning about Juda- Judaism. Um, and we went to Auschwitz, we, went, we did like that kind of trip. And that really opened my mind up to, to all these people. Obviously it's horrific, but they were all from the same belief and from the same community and just seeing like the places in Auschwitz and like it just helped you to like um oh I don't know the word to like visualize um like the community and the religion itself and I think that's definitely when I kind of opened my eyes up to the possibility a bit more That's so interesting because all three of us have clearly focused on different religions in school with my second religion alongside Christianity being Islam. Like Holly, when you mentioned Judaism and how these visits enabled you to engage with the enormity of what happened to Jews. I guess in my experience, I have had to learn and educate myself through the internet, reading or when I visited museums abroad, like in Germany or the Czech Republic. Um, I mean, these are the places that I've been learning um from plaques and historic elements about certain religions that we were not taught in school but i know that there is so much more depth and history and information to belief and religion than merely a plaque so why is our education system too narrow and only expose us to one other religion in school i am obviously opposed to this narrow focus and wish our religious education system could afford to expose us to more experiences and enable to engage enable us to engage more with our spirituality I guess yeah I think understanding what the understanding and respecting what the people believe in is so important because like going back to my high school days because I know you mentioned Dila that you learned about Islam we learn about Islam not in PSE they're not in RE, but in PSE, which is like, I even, it's like social issues class. I guess that's how you describe it. Yeah, yeah, I had one of those too. And in that, we learned about it more from like the prevent scheme and like terrorism. And it was so narrow minded to a small, small, small minority of people within one religious group. And it was so harmful. Like I saw it around me with how like some of the people in my class reacted to that and how that kind of, how what they came out with, which was so inappropriate. And I just think it's wrong that we do some, like learn about some religions in RE and some are separated into their own little thing. And obviously terrorism isn't good, you know, it's dangerous and we should learn about it, but that's not, because all religions have branches of really extreme beliefs. And so to only focus on one religion's extreme beliefs and actions is just so wrong to me. And I think, especially because now we're all, especially coming out of the pandemic, I'd like to think we're all kind of human beings. And so I think that's something that needs to change to as we work towards having a more 
open, understanding and tolerant society. Yeah, I hope that made sense. No, definitely. I think um, there's a lot of like misconceptions that come with teaching religion in school. I think I read, the, I'm not sure how true this is, but I, I read that there's something like over 4,000 religions. And obviously we're not going to learn about all of them, but we're only taught about like one other one aside from Christianity, like you're saying. Um, I think there's like, I think six we were briefly taught at the beginning of secondary school. And like, I'm an understanding person, so this didn't really affect me much, but I know the, it was a really bad light shed on Islam in like my school and how they taught it just through terrorism, like you're saying, Ola. And I feel like that's really unfair because if people are trying to explore their religions, it's not going to help them if we're just talking about it so narrow-mindedly. Like there could have been people in that room who were starting to explore their Islamic beliefs and then they get hit with all of this bad stuff and make it out as if Islam is a bad religion because of a really small minority. It's just wrong because, I mean, I researched and learned about Islam in my own time because I knew that the education I was getting in school was not the right education. Religion isn't terrorism, it's a different thing. And yeah, there's parts that intersect, but it shouldn't be focused on when trying to teach religion. Yes, I agree. It's constant criminalization of religions like Islam. Like imagine being a young Muslim child and you're exposed to these insensitive ideologies. It's so narrow-minded. Like how would they feel if they went forth with these warped ideas of, they belie- of their beliefs into their lives? And of course it normalizes further like discriminatory behavior, which is so just horrible and so backwards, especially in a European like secularized country such as the UK. It is not inclusive at all. And for a country which prides itself on its inclusivity and acceptance of, you know, black and ethnic minority groups, from my experience, honestly, my RE lessons were honestly copying X from the textbook memorizing it and then regurgitating it in the exam there was not much room if any room for discussion which was a huge gap in my religious education since I think that criticism and discussion and engagement and conversation is fundamental to the development of our ideas and opinions but I understand it would have been difficult in my school especially when there were barely any students from differing religious backgrounds to facilitate the conversation and or criticize the education system like from their own perspective if you know what I mean But I don't know, there's a lot more that could be done in the UK, um, as I said, for a country which, you know, accepts so many more minorities and so many more different backgrounds, so many more ethnic differences. Why are we not, you know, allowing our students to benefit from these sort of ideas and conversations and discussions? Yeah, I like completely agree. That's why I'm so grateful that my... I think I went to in year nine and I did it for a GCSE. She, as much as she could, like within the curriculum and within the time constraints we had, she really encouraged us to have like big class discussions and class debates about like the big questions around religion and all that kind of stuff. And I do think it's 
helped how I think and how I perceive religion now. But moving on to like more lighter things. Is anyone doing anything for like Easter or any other religious celebrations coming up? Anyone giving up anything for Lent? I'm not. No, I don't. I we don't do Lent. I think we we do Easter. I think we do like a like an Easter egg hunt, but then that's not really the religious side anyway. But I think it's nice though because it's still like recognizing what happened, and it's still like celebrating it just in a non-religious way yeah I'm the same here I'm not giving up anything for Lent um nor have I like prior to this year um I'm also not going to be celebrating Easter beyond the usual commercial chocolate Easter egg splurge um but maybe you know any excuse to get together with some friends and have some good food would be quite nice that that it is. I do pancake day. My dad is great at pancake day. We do pancake day and then actually weirdly for my because my family's not that religious. We do Good Friday. We get like fish and chips and do a good Friday get together before Easter, which I've never really thought about because I've never viewed it as a religious way, but I guess it is because my mum always said, you know, you're not supposed to eat meat on Good Friday, because it's something to do with like Jesus's body like I don't fully understand it I was just kind of okay we're not eating meat on good Friday which I've never actually thought about before up until now but for me growing up again going back to religion and community doing the good Friday get together and then the Easter get together that I did with my family for me it wasn't about religion it was about seeing my aunties my cousin and my grandma and then on the Sunday having chocolate for breakfast and then seeing them all again so yeah yeah definitely we had one our family gathering falls on easter like that is what we do we have an easter egg hunt at my grandparents house and growing up that's what i associated easter associated easter with and i know some religious people feel that that's wrong to like lose the religious element but honestly i think it's important because it's still celebrating the day um and it's just coming together and being part of a community which essentially is religion anyway. Yeah, I agree. I think, I don't necessarily think when you don't look at it from the religious standpoint, all meaning of it's been lost because you're still coming together with people who you might not have come together with on that day because it's like Easter weekend or Christmas day. You know, it doesn't matter if it's not or it's not as big of an issue if it's not for the holiday because you're still doing stuff as a family or as a community. So I still think it has the same meaning behind it, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Yeah, I agree as well. Um, is there anything else we should talk about? Um, how about we we say like a question that we'd like to ask like a religious person like what would we like to know about religion or something yeah gosh there's so much I'd still like to know about religion to be honest yeah something I'd be interested in knowing is like how do you 
get into a religion now at like my age like should like should we be learning about it and educating ourselves beforehand or like should we learn about other religions before deciding on the one that we think best fits us because if we haven't been brought up in a religious family it can be kind of hard to try and navigate the world of religion later on that's such a good question because I agree it's easier when you're brought up in your religious family because it's just your belief they're like almost like ingrained in you I guess I don't know if this is a question for a religious person or just about religion I just find it so fascinating that there's books like like the bible the quran have lasted as long as they haven't just continuously being passed down I find that so interesting so I'd love to learn more about that and like the religious stories that we hear more of the origins of them and how they developed and came to the ones that we all talk about today so if someone if anyone knows anyone who's listening knows anyone who would help me with that that'd be great yeah these are really good questions um i guess my one would be related to what we were talking about earlier with the religious education topic I guess I would ask a person around my age who is taught in our education system what their perspective of it is, like what their perspective of our education system is. Do they believe in the things that we are taught about their religion? Are they the textbook member of that religion? Because as we know that there are so many different variations of each religion and like, how are we to find out about those variations if we don't encounter them in our everyday lives? That's so interesting. Yeah, I also think like the misconceptions around faith, like can someone from a religion that we're taught in school tell me what we were taught that's necessarily not true? Obviously not like false, but what they would rather we have been taught about their religion. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think I think in the time in the near future, I'd love to see some changes made how we teach and talk about religion I think starting from when you're younger helps you be a better like more understanding tolerant accepting adult which is what we all want for the future thank you so much for listening to our podcast on religion today we hope you've enjoyed it and we can't wait for you to come back next month for our May episode goodbye Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.